This dude was like, hey, I hear my I hear our children hear laughter. I'm like, great, you know what that means? I'm getting a ring. So I was like, cool. Packing I'm packing my bags, ready to go one day. <laughs> Hey guys. Hi. Welcome back to another episode of Perfectly Incapable. My name's Adam. And I'm Lewis. What's up, Lewis? Oh. Happy Easter Sunday. We're recording this. Hey, Zombie Jesus Day. The ultimate ghosting. I was like reminiscing with Katie over the weekend about how we used to like really love going to stations, mm-hmm. which like if you guys don't know, it's basically they walk through the whole like Passion of the Christ. Oh, wow. And like, and apparently... Uh, mine was weird because they would only just like walk around like the church because we had the we had little depictions on the wall so they would just walk around mm-hmm. say the words whatever like got us out of class everyone was like fuck yeah stations <laughs> and so then we would do that but apparently katie's got acted out and she was like there was a whole play i was like god damn i wish i could have been like you know dead dead person number three on the side that would have been fun dead person number three okay mm-hmm well, three of them got, well, including Jesus, they got uh, oh. crucified. I want to be dude, dude number three, like on the right or the left. I don't remember their names. Right. They were just criminals, I believe. I would love to be one. I'd be like, I'm the homosexual one that's getting crucified <laughs> at the age of like eight. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> they, they, they already knew. <laughs> All right. Well, how was, how was your week? Um, this will, Beyonce's Homecoming came out this week on Netflix, which was like a whole fucking thing. Like, I... I was in love with it. Like, like me and my friend were like counting out. We've been counting down the days, and she was like, "Did you watch it?" And I only made it through half the first day, but like when I finished watching it, even before I finished watching, it, I was listening to the live album because if you don't mm. know, she released a forty-track album. Jesus, which includes like all the songs, all the interludes, all the things she talks about, what and whatnot. It was like it's just like such a nice thing to watch. Like it's like as a person of color, like it's something beautiful to watch. I remember sitting on the train. And I was listening to it and I was like looking around and I was like, how fucking lucky am I to be like a queer person right now as I'm like literally staring out into a bunch of like cis white straight men going to work. And I'm just Mm -hmm. like, I don't really know how to put it into words, but it's like amazing to see like a woman of color like out there doing this big thing, like being a fucking role model, doing her craft, doing it well, making money, like changing cultures and like bringing her culture to the forefront mm-hmm. and showing that to everyone and amongst like this like straight patriarchy culture of like, cause it's all that's built out is like greed and like power. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't think they'll ever like feel this moment of union. Cause like I can sit here and be like, Oh, I get it because like I'm, I mean, I, and the thing is like, I don't get, like I can't get Beyonce's culture. I can appreciate it and see it. Will I ever feel and understand it? Maybe not, like not on, not on the level that she wants to give it to the to her people, but mm-hmm. it's just it's just such a thing to look. It's such a nice thing to look at and be like, hey, this is such a moment that's bringing people together. And obviously, Twitter's like going nuts. All social media's are going nuts. So it's like that moment of getting to experience that. It just feels so good. Right. I was like really, I was really like in love with everything. Oh God. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> yeah. And then I was watching, and then we went to uh, I went to a concert on Friday. Yeah, because I had off, so I went on Friday. And <laughs> it's for this uh, punk band called Swimmers, but one of their openers was called Beach Goons, and they're mm. like a Mexican punk band. <laughs> and I fucking fell in love with them. They're like 
they're probably like 16. They every everyone there looked like they were 12 or something. Oh god. So I was like, <laughs> I am old as fuck, but like they were so talented and so good and they were like singing in Spanish too and I was like, I adore this. And then swimmers like literally came out and they were like talking about how we're community and they kept building off of it. They kept saying different uh groups and stuff and the last one they said was they're like, honestly, here, they're like, black and brown lives matter, trans rights matter, the LGBTQ uh, community matters, like, you're all a family here, you need to protect each other, they're like, take mm-hmm. this energy you feel here and, like, put it out in the world, like, go out there and do really something. Cool. And I was like, that's fucking awesome. And mm-hmm. if you don't know Swimmers, it's um, Billy Billy Joe Armstrong, who's uh, from Green Day, it's his, I think his sons oh. are, and they, yeah, they're in the band, one's, one's the drummer, and I forgot what the other one does, but one's a drummer and something, the other one's in there. So they're like a really fun punk band from Berkeley, I think. And uh, obviously Game of Thrones happened on Sunday. That was fun. And then I found and I found the series. I don't know if you guys have ever heard the podcast Two Dope Queens, but they are so good. They are so fun. I fucking love them. They are so funny. I know I'm late to the Two Dub Queens train, but they are so fucking good. If you have HBO right now to watch Game of Thrones during the week, watch watch Two Dub Queens. It is so good. I cannot recommend. And honestly, like watching and getting to feel all this stuff really feels like self-care. Honestly, like I feel so much fucking better because I like do this stuff before bed and I like sleep better and I wake up and I feel like I'm in such a better headspace. Oh, that's Cause, good. Because like, I've literally been like trying to monitor like, who I spend my time with, what I spend right. my time with, what I'm taking in, like what I'm watching, what I'm listening to, because I don't have time for negativity anymore and I'm tired yeah. of dealing with it. So like honestly, like doing like honestly, if you wanna like do that, do that before bed. Like listen to something you really love or something that's really positive, and you're gonna wake up feeling a lot better. Like I go into work and I don't hate it for the first 20 minutes. And it feels that's good. Great. Yeah. I'm trying to do some of that adjustment myself. <laughs> this small, simple thing, but video games, for example. I'm trying to play a little less right before bed. It's not going so well right now, but (laughs) I'm so competitive and playing these aggressive games and everything and playing it for a couple hours and then immediately laying down. It's just like my heart rate's up. My (laughs) anxiety is high. I'm frustrated. I'm, you know, I've just been like going and going and screaming and being competitive. (laughs) And then you try to go to bed right after that and, it's not really the no. best headspace to uh No, don't do that. Right. And then I've <laughs> I've unfollowed like a slew of IG models and everything on social media because And deleted his Instagram. He's like, I'm done. My Instagram is gone. No. I don't, I don't think I'd ever be <laughs> I'm able going to do off that. the grid, everyone. See you never again. Uh, this is my last podcast episode. See you later. <laughs> Just gonna disappear. Oh, I've thought about it. Um <laughs> haven't we all all, but yeah i I, and i've just i've started unfollowing all of those guys that are always naked and because they're unrealistic and you know they spend their time able to to travel and work out and basically it's what they're paid to do and that's awesome that's great good for them but (laughs) me looking at that all day is just doesn't really help my uh Sitting at a desk, <laughs> trying eating to a burrito. I tried to go to bed. <laughs> right. I'm just like, oh, I feel so uh, bad about myself right now. So uh, yeah, that's a, I, I definitely recommend everyone try to, try to do, do something a, to. Do a little self-care, like, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. And you got your car. I did. How are you like, give us, give us your car update. This is going to be you every week. Now you're going to be the automotive update. It's, <laughs> it's replace the Kardashian update. <laughs> 
It's good. It's a it's a small SUV, so it's much bigger than anything I've ever driven before. Going oh from God. my Mini Cooper <laughs> to the little Hyundai Elantra, uh, but it's it's still not like a big SUV, so it it yeah. still feels it's like on a small frame. Yeah, I named it Tegan of Tarth, <laughs> like Brienne of Tarth. Yeah, so I like it. I'm proud of myself. Oh my God, I guess I'm just like really witty and quirky, whatever. Like, <laughs> mm, I'm proud of myself. All right, well, got a few headlines this week. Let's hop into those. Because <laughs> it's Easter. Uh, so Converse released their latest Pride sneakers, um, kicking off Pride season. Uh, they've had this Pride-themed collection for a while, but this is the first time their limited edition Chuck Taylor All-Star high tops and low tops include designs inspired by transgender flag colors. So you can get them with the light blue, pink, and white. Uh, yeah. In addition to all of the other, the bi flags and uh, the pride flag, all of the rainbow, all of the other colors. I think this they is the first really season cute. with the with the trans flag colors, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Roswell star Tyler Blackburn came out as bisexual. Uh, I haven't watched the new Roswell reboot. Well, it's not. A, I don't think it's a reboot. Um, yeah. That kid came out as bi. Pete, I'm going to say out. I'm going to say his name wrong. Mayor Pete. Buttigieg, Buttigieg. I, I don't even try. I'm just like, yeah, our yeah, dude the, Pete, the Mayor pre- Pete, <laughs> Mayor Pete. There you go. Mayor Pete's been great. He had his uh, cute on on camera campaign kiss. Yeah. Um, after his announcement speech in South Bend, Indiana, that was really cute and adorable, and really a, a good moment. You know, someone running for elected office. It's like it's a huge. huge moment in history. Yeah. I got him. I literally got emotional though. Like I did. Like I seriously did. I I saw that it happened, and it was like it's on Facebook, and it's like two minutes ago this happened. Look at this man being excited to run for mayor as a gay, and I was like, oh dope. As and so gay. then I like as a gay. So I like shared it, and I like finally read it because you know just sh- just sharing and not reading is just like a typical thing that yeah. we Americans do. So then I just like saved it for later, and I read it, and I was like, oh my god, this is actually like really big. Like this mm-hmm. is huge. And I was like, not, I mean, in our lifetime, like we've never had that happen. And like, now it's like a sign of change. I'm like, thank fucking God. Yeah, for sure. about time. And then Harry's Shave Company, it's one of those subscription-based razors like the Dollar Shave Club. They recently featured a transgender man in one of their company ads. So the commercial is titled Shave or Don't Shave and features a, a shirtless trans man. And uh, that was really awesome to, to have that representation and all of these, uh, these like smaller companies seem to really be boosting just diversity in all of their mm-hmm. advertisements and everything, which is, we definitely need that and to normalize everything. So it's awesome to see these companies continuing to feature diversity and especially for the trans community right now. Again, it's about fucking time. Right. And I don't know if you saw this, but, um, uh, I know some of you guys obviously play the video games. Um, Smash Bros, like they, I think it said, like, like Nintendo, Nintendo has a weird history of being like a, basically homophobic and transphobic. Like they're not very LGBTQ friendly normally, but I think there was at one point they were like, hey, um, trans rights or whatever, like something like is against terms of rules. Cause I just saw this tweet about it and I like laughed hysterically. So it was like Nintendo, like tra- trans rights is violation against um, policy or whatever. And then they just released a stage builder in smash. And a lot of people made trans rights stages. 
Hmm. And so, and so they like did the colors and they literally would, or they would spell out like in blocks, like trans rights matter and like trans rights on over there. So there's Mm -hmm. like a whole movement on there happening. And I was like, that's amazing. Yeah. I'm so glad everyone is just fucking bringing this to the forefront now. Like trans, trans people are people, trans rights are human rights. So here we go, friends. Mm -hmm. Let's finally, let's finally fucking catch up. (laughs) Right. Catch up. Oh my God, Adele and Adele and her husband broke up. So you know what that means? A really good album's coming. I feel so bad <laughs> for all of these memes that I'm seeing right now. Poor Adele. Yes, I know. I do feel really bad for her. Like, <sighs> I mean, she has a baby. She had a baby with that man. Like, that's so hard. That is. I know, and I mean, yes, we might get a fire album out of this. I mean, yeah. she did say she was going to take what, like, a ten year hiatus and raise her kid, but now she's going to be like, hold my baby and. Hop in front of the piano with a cigarette in her mouth. Uh, I think that's just the dream. Pop out number. Wait, how old is she? She's last one is says 25, but she was 26. So she's got to be, she's got to be like 28. I think she's a year younger than me. So it's probably going to be 30. Oh my God. Oh my God. Iconic. Iconic. Yes. <laughs> yeah. If it's not, if it's not 30, I'm going to be disappointed. God. I love, oh, so condolences to Adele. Condolences to Adele. Well, it's more like condolences to like Adele's husband because like Adele's rich as fuck and is gonna like again put out a fire album and be just fine. Well, I'm like, sure he's gonna continue to be at least very comfortable. Uh, God, I hope not. <laughs> I hope she I hope she's gonna save her money. And was like, no, sorry, you can't have a penny of this. We, we don't know why they're divorcing, do we? No, I didn't actually read. I just saw it and I was like, ugh. Right. I mean, that's ugh. the thing. Like, they might have just been like, well. This isn't working, so... It could be amicable. I hope... Yeah. I mean, you always hope it's amicable, especially when there's children involved. Right. Oh, God, can you imagine being Adele's child, though? <laughs> no. The child, the child of Adele. I would love. <laughs> she just seems so fun. Like, she looks like she'd be, like, a fun mom. She's kind of reminds me of, like, my mom sometimes. She's all, like, sassy and, like, gritty, and I'm like, yes. Right. But my she mom can't say. That's why I'm so stressful. Poor. Yeah. Just like my mom. <laughs> Just like me, actually, that's me as a mom. I, I'd probably be Adele as a mom. Jesus, just always, I love I love the impersonations of Adele because it's just like Cockney cackling. Yeah, <laughs> but she's so funny. It's so she funny. Is. She's just so funny in general. Oh my God, I still love that that one time she like dressed up as herself as an impersonator and went to like an Adele impersonation contest, <laughs> and then she got on stage and started singing, and then finally everyone realized it was her. Right. I was like, what kind of queen? <laughs> just that literally impersonating herself on stage like what the fuck well that so i mean good. i guess it makes sense now why she and who was it jennifer lawrence were recently was it a couple of weeks ago they were at some yeah. gay bar and yeah jennifer lawrence was like pissing in a bucket or a plant or something <laughs> i'm a dog you're jennifer lawrence <laughs> such fucking wrecks and we love them oh so good i love her i love her too jennifer lawrence is so funny her and she emma is. stone together are hilarious so we can start today's actual episode. Hop into it. Yeah. We're talking about complacency today. Wow. <laughs> what a segue. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So complacency is defined as being pleased, especially with oneself or one's merits, advantages, situation, etc., often without awareness of some potential danger or defect. Oh, oh. A little ominous. I, I didn't actually read that last part. Or <laughs> I did actually read the definition. I just copied and pasted it. <laughs> I didn't see the uh, without awareness of some potential danger. Jesus. I guess that makes sense, but that just sounds very ominous, a.k.a. self-satisfied. Yeah. So I've definitely had relationships that have been very complacent. 
comfortable. Yeah, the last one we just talked about. We totally did. And we talked about an LDR. That was complacent. But was the thing it? is, yeah, I was very complacent. Like that went on way too long with me being okay with anything. Gotcha. Cause like now, cause now I think about it. I'm like, when have I ever been complacent about anything else in my entire life? Right. Never. Never. I'm usually kicking and screaming against everything. Right. Even the tiniest of things. <laughs> so like talking about this, I was like, ah, I was like, I kind of, I was like, yeah, I think I have an experience, but like, usually I'm just like, I'm going to fight everybody. So. <laughs> Jesus. So let's talk about it. Just aggressive constantly. <laughs> I'm the danger. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's when it, when we let our relationships just start to run on autopilot, it tends to disguise itself as, as just content or comfort. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with being comfortable in relation in your relationship. Um, content is the word that can be dangerous to use. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, again, heart. like you can be, I don't know, like, can you be content in a relationship and it not be a bad thing? Um, Cause I think it's, I it's one thing to be content with your job, with your like employment, yeah. because we, we, we're not always going to be 100% fulfilled and satisfied with everything we're doing professionally with the pay we're getting, the benefits we're getting. It's okay to be content with a job because it's, it's literally necessary. You have to have a job. Yeah. You have to pay your bills. Yeah. If you're being, if you're content in a relationship, that probably means you need to start doing some reflection or. Yeah. But I mean, I guess it's kind of like, you know, he has a good job. He's super nice. He's like not saying anything racist or crazy. So like, I guess this is fine. <laughs> the minimum. <laughs> Literally doing the bare minimum. And that's probably why that's probably that's probably me dating doing the bare minimum for once. <laughs> so what's he like? Well, he's not racist. It's not racist. Um, he doesn't have any crazy kinks. Um, he has a actually car. talks actually talks to me. <laughs> um, is emotionally available. And not filled um, with bees. Yeah. And has a reflection. Great. Uh, yes, mm -hmm. I hate that. I hate. I hate dating a vampire. God. <laughs> First time you take a selfie and it's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Where'd you go? It's just close. <laughs> Complacency and again being content. I mean, that's that's what leads to to boredom and dissatisfaction in your relationship, which can lead to to cheating and resentment. And we're gonna have, I think, probably our next episode. It's going to be a whole one on cheating and everything. So this is, I think this is a good precursor to that. Hey. Complacency is what leads to a lot of infidelity in relationships. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes people just, they don't know how to talk about it. They don't know how to bring it up and they're too busy being so they a start little looking bitch. outside of the relationship. <laughs> I'm just saying. I've definitely been in relationships or situations with, with guys where, I mean, we, we stayed and I say we, I truly think it was on both accounts. We stayed together just because it was easy. There wasn't anything super detrimental to the relationship. Wasn't anything wrong. We got along very well, but it was just, you know, we'd, we'd meet up, we'd have dinner, we'd watch TV, we'd hang out, go out, do, you know, whatever, just day to day. But there was, there was nothing there. It's like we were friends. It's like we were yeah. best friends that would bang every now and then. Yeah. And it's almost like friends with benefits, to be honest. Right. And there was a huge chunk of my life where that's what I had. That's what I knew. Yeah. And I hadn't really had this lightning strike or whatever, this just deep feeling towards someone to end up just like staying and becoming content. And well, I mean, at least you like have that. Mine is like trauma after trauma. And like literally like when I when I think about relationships now, like the way I feel like I how I know I'm heading down a path of liking somebody is when I'm getting really defensive about everything. 
Like, I want to fight about every little detail because I'm like, emotions? Ew. <laughs> I was like, am I going to do that? No. So, like, if I can, so if I distinguish it from being more than a friend, that's why I'm like, oh, okay. This is happening now, I guess. <laughs> I was like, oh, Here these are, is. I was like, oh, I'm being courted. Okay. He's not trying to, like, <laughs> he's literally not trying to, like, lead, lead me down some, like, weird rabbit hole. Dope. Okay, great. You just genuinely care about me, I guess. Cool. Jesus. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. I'm not going to get murdered. I, there's, there's no threat or danger. See, that's the thing. I'm like complacent. There's always a threat and danger everywhere. Like, goddamn. You're just always on your toes. Literally. <laughs> I, like, I, like, I like that's the thing. That's why dating so hard for me. It's like I get so, I like don't want to be complacent either. So right. I'm like, I'm already like pre-relationship already fighting complacency. Like already just fighting it, getting crazy. See, I, I get so f- uh, laser focused on on things that I'm doing, projects and work. I think that's a lot of times why I allow myself to get into these relationships that just become comfortable or feel comfortable. Oh my God, I'm going to do that now. You're like, that sounds I was like, that sounds just like I would do. And like, (laughs) like, that's the same, like him and I, we we always talk about this, like, we'll both like compare notes or something or be like, okay, here's this hot topic. Uh, What side are you on? It's usually the same. Like (laughs) literally 99.999% of the time, it's the same. And even if it isn't the same, we end up on the same page by the end of it. Yeah. And so I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, now I'm going to be complacent soon because I'm going to be too tired to fight. I'm already I'm already so tired. I'm so tired. It's like that one heated <laughs> debate back and forth. We had that one episode. And then by the end of it, we were like, oh, we're saying the same thing. <laughs> oh, my God. I remember that. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? You're like, you're like both you know, we're trying to convince each other of the same thing. <laughs> oh, fucking stupid. Yeah. My words don't make sense sometimes. I'm sorry. <laughs> I remember just going, oh, OK, yeah, we're fine. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> like i said i'm always ready to fight i'm always ready to throw true. the fuck down fucking true god but seriously like so much energy goes into either work or these projects or trying to make money yeah. moves don't don't start don't start up cardi b right now don't don't, don't do that to me don't trying do to make that to life me. fall into place that god. when with a with a relationship if it's comfortable and it it just feels very easy and stress-free yeah. it's like okay well this why wouldn't why wouldn't you let this continue? Because that's a part of my life that I don't have to put work into and it's yeah. easy. And that's that's definitely not a good mentality <laughs> to have towards a relationship. Well, I mean, and that's the thing. Like, like I said, like I I've been preaching this whole time. Like, I want somebody that's gonna compliment me. Like mm-hmm. if you see me getting so fucking into these projects and not having time, like maybe hint at it. Maybe p- literally physically pull me away, like kicking and screaming. Right. Like, I'll be like, I have to upload the podcast. He's going to yell at me if I don't. I need to do it in a timely manner. Uh, like, I have to, like, I sometimes I do have to be pulled away. And like yeah. recently, someone's been like, we should play games soon. We should hang out. You're just always so busy. Like, you're just, he's like, whenever you have time, like, I don't want to interfere, but, you know, it'd be nice to see you. And I was like, oh fine i guess i was like i guess like and then i'm like pulling out my schedule being like all right where can i pencil this shit in thursday at 10 32 you free (laughs) you free i only have one hour that is it and then i have to go literally if that oh my god i'm gonna be complacent like i have to to write down don't be complacent like on this piece of paper right now (laughs) i'm literally making a new mantra now don't 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 be complacent don't be complacent (laughs) no but i mean i think that is but i mean you shouldn't also have to be like constantly worried about your relationship either. no for sure not and i mean there's there's a difference between <laughs> just 
just having a tumultuous relationship that you're always worried or stressed out about. And <laughs> in any part of your life, you you should want to improve and better yourself and your relationship yes. should be a part yes. of that. Yes. Uh, but, you know, in in these moments, in these relationships where I've I've let those just become comfortable while I'm focusing on everything else, it's when I have a relationship or I'm interested or seeing someone that does catch me off guard and I am like, oh, fuck, I like this person that everything starts to unravel. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, like I can't focus on on anything. And I feel like yeah. I'm grasping at all of the straws. Bitch, I'm going to throw the straws out the window. I'm like, my straws. <laughs> there are them. no more straws. They're in the fire. They're, they're metal. <laughs> <laughs> they're melted. <laughs> it's not a bad thing, but it's I've never I've never been able to balance that. Uh, anything. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been able to do much of it. I don't know how to life. <laughs> I mean, bitch, same. <laughs> I was I was talking about it with Katie this weekend because we were we were talking about the the long distance relationship episode and like other stuff. And I was like, I feel like I'm really good. Like I know this sounds cocky, but I'm like, I feel like I'm a really good boyfriend because I'm a really good friend. Like I'm really good at interpersonal relationships. Right. Everything else in my life is a dumpster fire, but. I'm really good at interpersonal relationships and that's the one thing I pride myself in. And that's why we were like, cause we're talking about our friend group and we're like, we've never, cause, cause like kind of, we've, we've also as this friend group, like after all these years have kind of become a little complacent and mm-hmm. like, it's hard to hang out with each other sometimes. And we're like, Oh, okay. But like, I still consider you my best friends. And then the other night I was playing overwatch with Katie and my friend, our friend Robert. And I was like, Hey, why don't we hang out this weekend? And Katie's like, Oh, I'm going to Colfax. Robert was like, Oh, I can. And she's like, But I want to hang out. And I was like, Okay, I'm off Friday. How about we all meet for lunch? You two work a block away from each other. I'll just travel down there and we will have lunch. And then I then we sat down, we were like laughing about it because it's like, wow, it took it I was like, it took me to sit here and be like, hey fuckers, we need to, we, can we be friends, please? <laughs> can we be friends again? Was, do you know what friends are? We have to fucking see each other. Right. So like so like I mean that that's that kind of happens. And like I think I think if you catch yourself in those complacent moments and be like, Hey, this is not what it should be, like I need I needed to feel real again. Like I was like, I was like, I miss my friends. I need to have this. And like, that was the point of like self care. Like, honestly, like complacency could be like, you're not doing enough self care for yourself either. Like you're not for sure seeing what you need and what you need to grow and survive. And like, especially if you're dating someone, what your partner needs to be better. Cause as we're going to find out next week, it could lead into cheating. Infidelity. Infidelity. Oh my God. I already know I'm going to put unfaithful by Rihanna on the playlist. I knew it. Outside of romantic relationships, the friendships thing, that's a really, really good point as well, because I think a real sign of becoming an adult is when you and your friends can start to have those conversations like, hey, I miss you, bitches. We haven't talked in a while or we haven't hung out like we need to, especially so many of my friends now live across the states. We all moved apart and it's like we need to have a, a FaceTime night and wine or something like we need to make some time just your your day-to-day living uh my my friends josh and Allie, we talk about this all the time we've i've lived in atlanta for maybe around five years now they've moved here a year or so after i did and josh makes the joke all the time he's like i've lived here for so many years and i hang out with the same three people every weekend and two of you are from greenville we moved here together (laughs) (laughs) he was like we need to go out we need to meet people you know we talk about how difficult it can be to to meet 
guys to meet a partner to meet anyone you know dates or whatever and i want to do an episode on this too i just don't know how to go because i don't know how to give advice on this meeting friends i love making friends i mean i hate it but i love it i mean i like to make friends also i like to meet new people but it's it's difficult, especially in the queer community, because just going out, for example, you go out in clicks. Everyone stays in clicks. And yeah, unless you're one I of these people that. that knows a lot of people at the bars already, mm. you're I mean, because I was that way when I was younger in my hometown bar. I could have gone out on a Friday by myself and been fine. I would have known that there were people there that I, I would know. I mean, I'm just learning that now. Like, I obviously the gay bars aren't for me often i'm just not into it i'm really there for the music but like i think i think that's what that was one of the big turnoffs is like clicky things we joke about moretti's and stuff but like i know i can walk in there and like i know i'll be a fucking superstar because like it's always like different people from the neighborhoods like you've seen them or know them or you might not know them Mm -hmm. and like somebody will always somebody will always comment on me dancing around and people will come up and talk to us and like we make friends very easily and i and like i i don't know what it is but like katie and <clears throat> and uh mike's boyfriend ryan they just somehow attract people people just talk to them and ryan is like the sweet little bean who will talk to anybody katie's <laughs> like why is everybody asking me to take to take their goddamn picture i'm like i don't know i wish people would have talked to me and then people are start talking to me then i'm like i did not ask for this human contact so <laughs> Please uh, keep it. I did not leave my house to socialize. I did not. I came here to dance like that Carly Rae Jepsen song. Um, Excuse me. The lyrics in that song are, I didn't just come here to dance. I just realized that (laughs) as I was saying it. I was like, I came here to drink was the other one. Okay. I'm not here to socialize. I've been on a Carly Rae Jepsen kick the past couple weeks. I didn't just come here to dance. Because I, I came here to drink and not talk to anybody. There you go. There was there was reasoning behind it. I knew what I was saying. Dare you? It's a whole other ball game meeting people that you that you just want to spend your free time with. As a single person, like we're supposed to be out there. Like anytime you're mingling with somebody, it's not just to make friends. Like now, like I'm supposed to be in fucking like baby mode and like trying to be in a relationship and trying to get married and live a life and a family because that's what the fucking heteronormative bullshit is being pushed on us so i have to have that now so i'm like anybody i talk to it's like oh my god i have to have sex with you or ghost you because we god forbid we be friends right you know do you think that there's a point where it's too late to try and like work on that in your relationship if you've been Um, complacent and comfortable for too long i mean i feel like you won't know like you wouldn't even know it and then I feel like it could lead, it could lead to like an an end. Mm -hmm. And that's when I think you like sit back and realize like, Hey, Oh wow. I let so much happen. I let so much change happen. I let so much, like I'm I'm a different person right now. And I might not even like who I am right now, Mm -hmm. but like I was just rolling with the punches because that's what you're doing. You're literally rolling with the punches. You're like, great, cool. Right. Let's just, let's just keep moving. And then all of a sudden you're like living in Soho with a baby, you know? Oh, wow. Fancy. Right? That's an I right? I wish that's like that that that's like that's like my dream complacency right there. Rich and with a baby. Like a, a yeah, a wine mom, a yoga mom. Yeah. Oh my god, I would love to be a wine mom. <laughs> I'm already so, halfway there. Selling your homemade kombucha mothers. Uh oh my god, I had I, I actually had kombucha this week, by the way, for the first time in forever. It was a lot. It was a moment. <laughs> I mean Anyways. you mean vinegar beer tea, you fucking psychopath. <laughs> It was called Guava Goddess, first of all. So I was oh, feeling like, 
So I was feeling great. So I was feeling like on top of my health, my health kick. It's on my fitness journey. I mean, I've, I've said it in an early episode. I love a booch. So. Oh my God. I've been, I've been saying booch too much too. And everyone makes fun of me, but it's like so fun to say. It's, it is. It's so good. Especially like a vodka booch. Like they're really Ugh. using them as cocktails a lot now. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, you're just like making those live organisms drunk right now. What the fuck? <laughs> just a party Shit. in your stomach. Oh, gross. Everything, <laughs> something's going to come out from somewhere, I guess. Okay. Okay. God. Shopping. Shopping. <laughs> how many, how many other rants can we go on today about? So many. Like, see, this is it. Like I, this is why I don't think at this point in time, like you or I cannot be complacent because we're like, we're literally constantly moving and constantly doing things. You know, there's just no way there's too many things happening and like so much things we want to do and talk about and see. And it's just like, I can't be a complacent person. So that's why right. it's hard for me to relate to complacency right now. Cause I'm already like thinking, I'm like, I literally see a hundred things in the air right now and I'm trying to do at one time. And you just yelled at me for being on my phone. And I was like, I'm sorry. I'm working. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm listening. How dare you're right though. My brain is constantly. And I think that is a fault. And I'm happy yeah. for someone to like reel me in and say, Hey, like be in the moment we're here. Let's do this because yeah. I am always thinking about this project or that, or trying to finish this or start new projects that does just circle back to what I was saying earlier. That that's why I think some of my past relationships did end up becoming a little complacent because of everything else that I'm focused on. I was going to say, it's, it's kind of like a two way road now that we've been talking about it. Like mm -hmm. I'm either going to like want to keep moving or I'm going to be like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. You can go spend all the money. It's fine. But go for it or go do whatever you need to do. Go, go have sex with somebody else, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like that's just such a two way road now. And I'm like scared. <laughs> oh God. I have actual fear now. Oh God. Oh God. You said it out loud. It's real existential dread <laughs> there have been times where i was i was ready to to make changes and to yeah. to make some moves and and to you know rework some things when when you think it is the right person and so yeah the next point some people will change their lives for someone they love and others will just let it pass and think about it years down the road and then have all of their their what ifs and thinking back about Oh, I, and this will definitely tie into the cheating episode. Like you said, a lot of people are going to have those regrets and those what ifs if they, you know, they let something slip through or pass by that they could have worked on or, you know, made just a couple changes and compromises. And it's not like you have to compromise your integrity or something that's, that you're really passionate about, you know, say your job, for example, I mean, people constantly in relationships are moving because if this person got a job or if they both have these job opportunities, you know, they try to, again, long, make the long distance thing work. The thing is like, I agree with both sides of that. Cause like thinking back on the long distance relationship, now that I've looked back on it after almost, it's going to be two years soon. I love that I'm keeping track of this. Um, <laughs> uh, was I was I being too complacent with someone that clearly was not emotionally available, clearly was not like in the relationship as invested as maybe I was? And that might not be fair for me to say, because like, I don't know, like, I can't put words in their mouths because we never really talked right. about it. But how it felt to me and looked from my outside and from outsiders perspectives is they wanted something they either weren't getting it anymore and were over it and were just playing games like I was ready to make moves happen. I was ready to do different things. I was compromising like my my time, my sanity at this point to be like, 
hey, I'm feeling loved for once. Like, I'm going to do this. Yeah. So, like, that is one nature of complacency. And then there is a fine line where you you can make a compromise, but it has to be fair. Oh, of course. But a lot of people don't understand that and they think it's fair. But like I said, if you're moving with somebody, especially going to another place and you're either not in the right space or or you like that person and don't exactly know what you're getting into, you are setting yourself up for potential disaster. And I don't and like like I don't want anyone to freak out, be like, I can't move with my partner, blah, blah, blah. I'm just saying you also need to have a game plan for when you get to wherever you're going. If you're the one that's moving with somebody. 100%. Because yeah. you're going to mm-hmm. not have your, you might not have your whole support system there. I don't know. Maybe your friends are there. Maybe you don't have friends, especially if you don't have friends. That's the scariest part. Right. You're not going to have anybody there. Your support system and our, your best friend and everything that's going to be there is your partner. That yeah. is it until you make friends. And if you struggle to make friends, you're kind of stuck like you're kind of fucked and like i thought about that especially like thinking down the line like this dude was like hey i hear my i hear our children here laughter i'm like great you know what that means i'm getting a ring (laughs) so i was like cool i'm packing my bags ready to go one day (laughs) and then like and then thinking about that's the second point was was what ifs and regrets and whatever yeah like after after doing that episode, like I thought, it, like obviously I had to think about it because like he's in the forefront of my brain right now. Yeah, and I was like, oh my god! I was like, what if that would have worked? Mm. Like, what if that would have been? Like, what if that was my life? Like, I wouldn't be doing this podcast right now, most likely. I wouldn't have done the gaming channel stuff. I would probably just be normal teacher, and I would have had to made some weird compromises, or it wouldn't. Everything wouldn't have been on this scale, right? So, like, I do think about those, like, what-ifs and whatnot, but I ultimately, I think you really, there might be a one that got away, and, like, I think I think ones that got away are more like, hey, I was really happy in that time, and, like, everything felt really great, and, like, I don't care what the Hallmark movies tell you, like, you're not gonna end up in, like, wine, wine country and, like, fall in love in a beach house. Okay, don't out. shit on my dream. <laughs> I'm like, chill out, everyone. Chill I out. I want to have my vineyard. <laughs> where I'm gonna write my novel. Literally, I'm gonna I'm gonna paint naked on the on the fucking roof roof of the house. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like I, for me, for me, like I. That's the thing. I keep giving disclaimers. These are my feelings. This isn't right. the end all be all. Like I want you guys to live your fucking lives. Make your make your mistakes. Make your make your goals. Like do it all. But. Ones that got like that. That's why I don't want to think of anyone as a one that got away. And like recently, I even had that. I had this moment where I was like, I think I'm actually ready to date mm-hmm. again. Ew. Because like the thing is, like I think I became so complacent and being like an icy cold bitch that I was like, okay, like stop it. Right. And then finally, I was like, okay, I think we're done with that. Like I'm ready to share this, whatever this is. Wow. Like, I know. I'm ready wow. to share my like. At my like starting to grow empire with somebody because like I don't know it just gets lonely at the top you know <laughs> so lonely it's chilly up here as I as I was like I'm done being nice kind of hard to breathe I don't this might not be what you were saying but I don't necessarily think in in your situation that you you would be having that whole possible the one that got away kind of thing yeah because I I don't ever think it's the person that. I mean, I know that you, your situation, it was kind of mutual, I guess. Like you both were like, we need to break up. Yeah. But 
you know, from after from, a lot of complacency, <clears throat> though, like that was the thing. It was a lot of those thoughts. I think we both yeah. had. But it was, but it was from being complacent. Like if you look at it now, it was from being complacent. Like we were okay with not talking. We were okay yeah. with not sharing. Like it was complacency. But you were in a position where you you said you were trying to make things work, and it just felt like mm. he kept shutting them down. Yeah. So in that situation, I think he could potentially be the person that would consider you the one that got away. It probably oh my does. God, can you imagine? I would love. <laughs> but there's nothing wrong. I don't think with anyone that has the the desire or the thought to change their life or to make changes for someone that that they love. I mean, there are some people that are unwilling to change or they feel like they don't have their ducks in a row. And I think that that is mostly where the whole uh, what ifs or the one that got away can come into play is when you have someone that they feel like, you know, their their career isn't there yet or they're not financially there yet. And so they meet someone and they either end it or they don't actually let it go anywhere or whatever. And so one day when they finally have all of those things in the row, it's like, oh, shit. Like that could have been a really good thing with that person. But I wasn't there. So I I let us slip through the cracks. Yeah, I can see that. I guess I get it. <laughs> I mean, I definitely don't think anyone I guess we're should... on the same page, I guess. I guess. <laughs> I, guess. I definitely I don't think anyone there. should be out here compromising exclusively. No. They're the one. I mean, that's not what I'm saying. But I also don't think that anyone should be judged. I don't think there's anything wrong with being willing to to move with someone or to to go with someone. If that is what you no. want. Yeah. You know. Well, that's the thing. I want you in like a full level-headed mind. Yeah, absolutely. Like, don't be like, hey, I love this person and that's my sole reason I'm going. Like, yeah. Home, like, homie, what happens if something happens? Like, then you're stuck there for a minute. Like, sure. you could yeah. be stuck there. Like, what if you don't have the money to get back? What are you going to do? Uh, oh, like, God. just, like, just, that's what I'm saying. I'm yeah. like, have, have your contingency plan. Like, be ready to be, <laughs> be ready to be ready to, for anything. Right. So, because you're going to have to rebuild, basically. You have to rebuild a new life. And that's, that could be scary. That's terrifying to me. I've definitely always been the person that is, if you're, okay, you know, say you're moving in together, never move into an apartment that you can't both afford by yourself. Yeah. yeah. Because again, that's, that screws a lot of people. I mean, I, I have friends, I've known people that they're stuck living together because they're in a lease and neither yeah. of them will break it or can afford it alone or whatever. Yeah. So they're chilling living together and they're broken up. Oh. So, I mean, definitely I, I wouldn't, I would never move somewhere if I didn't have some sort of fallback plan. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I agree. Well, I mean, I have to, like, I mean, like I have to agree. I was the same. You and I both apparently were about to move to California. So cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. What if we were like neighbors? What if we had like, would have met on the street and didn't even know? That would be hilarious. Oh my God. That would be hilarious. But the thing is, again, like that would never have happened because even if you had moved, we wouldn't have started the podcast, even if he and I had met the first time. Oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? Our lives could be so different right now. Yeah, because he reached out because he was listening to the podcast. See, the, the, uh, that's where my brain goes. I'm like, oh, what if? Yeah, like, 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 like those are my what ifs. I'm like, could give a right. shit less about if I could have had a stable relationship. Like, what if I would have met my friends on the street or like, what if this would have been what if we were like, didn't know each other, but we knew each other. Cute dream sequence. Literally. Uh, where are we? <laughs> it all boils down to communication as fucking always. Like, I'm actually starting to hate that 
that's like the end of every episode, but it's fucking <laughs> it's true. Always, it's always talking and love yourself. <laughs> it is. Uh, let's talk about some of the ways that, you know, prevent becoming content or just like complacent in your relationship. It sounds silly, but like hashtag relationship goals, making goals for your relationship. And I mean, you can take it literally and actually sit down together and think of some things that you want as a couple or things that you want to do. But it can also, I think, just be for yourself, you know, your own thinking. I think a big problem that a lot of people have going into a relationship is they don't think about what they want out of that relationship. They just know they want a relationship, but they've not really formed what that looks like to them. Like, what do I actually need out of a relationship? Yeah. What do I need out of a partner? What do I want out of a partner? They just think they want a warm body next to them. It's already too hot. <laughs> I'm burning up right now. <laughs> I need I need to need that vampire for right. real, I guess. <laughs> it's too hot. I need the balance out. Right. But really, I mean it, it sounds so simple, but stopping and thinking about what you actually want out of your relationship is really important to to help prevent yourself from becoming complacent in it. Because when you when you are realizing the things that you aren't getting or that you need too late, then you're already in that hole and you're trying to dig your way out of it. And sometimes you can't. <laughs> you said that you're in that hole. Like, <laughs> <laughs> literally. Cause you're doing Wow. Wow. Oh, that's me. <laughs> I know. And I was like, wow, you say some profound shit. I'm Fucking like, eh, in that hole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I saw, I saw my high school. I saw boys from high school yesterday. So I like, oh, I'm God. back in my all boys, in my all boys high school mentality. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> that hole. <laughs> Beef some butthead over here. Literally. But no, I mean I I agree. But <laughs> but like I mean, even do like doing this podcast, like I I think I have been thinking more. And maybe this is what's helping me like be like, oh, I'm ready to date again. Cause I've right. literally just like laid out every piece of trauma that's ever happened to me. <laughs> right. Kind of working through <laughs> it inadvertently. Yeah, like actual free therapy. Who would have thought? Yeah. Me admitting things. Cause like I was talking about it. I was like, I literally have nothing to hide like i don't i don't care and i and honestly not now that we're like talking about it, i think i've reached like the end of the trauma bag like i think we're like at smooth sailing oh, now. shit all right well this is the last episode guys i know this might be the last episode so i can finally have better mental health so i won't have to watch <laughs> positive things before bed so i can you know live live a better life again um no it's fine it just means we have to go find people with trauma yeah literally <laughs> hi are you broken right but i agree i mean i think like I said, like we've been doing this and like I, it helps me think about like what I do and what I don't want in relationships. And like, yeah, I'm not like writing it down because I'm, I should probably because I'll forget, but <laughs> I like, I'm thinking about like what I wanted and like seeing the string of guys that like I've either been with or liked or whatever. And I'm like, oh my God, you've literally just took all your red flags and all your trauma and just fucking were like, oh my God, you're being, you're, I'm being complacent. Right. I'm like, I'm falling back into the same fucking shit again i'm like stop that <laughs> tell them no walk right. away put it down yeah so like I've, so i'm doing that so i'm just like now because like i was like now that I, if i talk to someone that's like normal and nice and actually cares it's like oh wow this is what it's like and i and that's how i know like i said before like i get so defensive and feisty like i'm getting feisty about it so right like, okay don't get feisty chill out let's breathe take a fucking breather <laughs> Still, still the best advice I've ever heard another person give another person in the middle of a bar. Take a fucking breather. <laughs> take um, a breather. I love that. Take, take a fucking breather. 
but no, I agree. I mean, trying to write those goals down. I mean, I think that's what we said for like everything, your job, your school, like fucking write down your goals. What do you want in life? What do you want? Writing down goals again, they don't have, they don't necessarily have to be, it doesn't even just need to be what you want out of a relationship, but even, you know, the two of you together, what, what you want to do together. Um, mine, is, guys, mine is literally don't, don't, don't date a fuck boy. That is literally my only your one. That's the one goal. I think that's just okay. the like almighty goal on top. I'm just like, that's it. I was like, look at yourself. Look at what you've done. Don't look at your life. That. Look at your choices. Literally. I'm like, you look past that. Don't date a fuck boy. That's all you need to do. And I was like, and I, I look at myself and I'm like, talk to myself. I'm like, right, bitch. As I'm like writing it down. <laughs> like, thank you. Ret- retrospection. Full circle. Full, full circle. Going back to every goddamn episode we've done. I really love that we're getting to this point where we're just literally full circling it back to every episode now. We are. I have, we are literally, and the thing is, you know what this is? Talk about relationship goals. You can listen to us for 30, now 31 podcasts, guys. We are 31 episodes in, BT Dub. So congrats to us. So now everyone can like listen to who we are and what we are and decide if they want to date us. Like you don't need to listen to my goals. You have 30, you have over a day's worth of podcasts. Funny that you say that. (laughs) I was, I've actually been contemplating either removing which this is obviously I'm not going to do removing the podcast uh-huh. link from my Instagram or uh-huh. removing my Instagram from dating profiles because I am having guys that I'm having conversations with that are listening to the podcast. And they're like, Jesus Christ. Okay. First of all, <laughs> no, I have that same fear though. Cause like I want to do that, but I'm like, I forget that I keep posting our promos and I'm like, Oh, it's, it's like, there's nothing left for me to tell anyone. Hmm. So now, so now, you're, so now you're telling me we're quitting the podcast because now you have nothing to talk about on your first date. <laughs> and uh, I think I'm just not going to date. Oh, I feel that. You I love just it. I'm like, like you're I know, but like, but then, but then I thought about going back to our dating episode. And I'm like, oh my god, there's going to be so much to do. I think it's your I'm turn. So I think you go date for a while, and I'll just sit over here and. <sighs> it's so difficult, and it's getting too real, and I'm like, ugh. ugh. <laughs> Not again. I saw a guy's uh, profile that it was hinge. So, you know, the, mm. you answer questions. Yeah. And that's I did hinge for like put a on your profile. You to do it. So, yeah. So one of the questions that he answered is you shouldn't date me if. And he mm. said a bottom that do drugs. I was like, OK. Wow. Honest. Honest and to the point. Mm-hmm. But I like I like that. <laughs> I like that. A good, honest man. <laughs> Yeah. That's one of my relationship goals, honesty. <laughs> I think we'll I think we'll go together really well. Fair Send him my way. I'll come that okay. with him. All right. I'll him. I'll him. I removed him, so <laughs> <laughs> And then immediately so, removed myself. <laughs> but I immediately deleted like On that note I'm out. Literally that see that but that's what happens is like you know my 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 history on these apps. So I'm just like I download it in five minutes, it's fucking wild in. Yeah. I'm like, okay, never mind. <laughs> never mind. I lied, I'm not ready. Anyways. <sighs> Anyways, guys, I don't know is there any more advice you would like to give about complacency? I think that's pretty much it. I think we did it. <laughs> Communication. That's all we got, guys. <laughs> all we got is talk and love yourself. That's all we yeah. mind self-explanatory and we talked about talking, so great. No regrets. No regrets. Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> All Just right. love. Just love. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Perfectly Incapable. Remember, you can find us on social media: Facebook, Instagram at Perfectly Incapable Podcast. 
Uh, you can find us on Twitter at at Perfume Podcast. Yes. And then wherever you guys are listening, please remember to follow, subscribe, rate, and review. And we hope you have a great week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>